just you and me today, Tej, oh. and the fans. Welcome to Estimates, the official, unofficial, official Booster Club podcast of the U.S. Census. My My supervisor texted me today and said, hey, you were going to start working at one, but you haven't started working yet, have you? And I said, no, I haven't, because our new training protocol said that we can work whenever we want to when we think is best. And she said, great, then text me when you start. And so I'm texting her now to let her know that I'm on the clock. Oh, (laughs) This is your enumerator, Joseph Hawthorne. And this is Tage, uh, and I am a side hustle enumerator. Uh, it's it's a side hustle only for my fans. Yeah, it's an only fans. It's an only fans for <laughs> census enumerating. <laughs> and that's your numbers. Please subscribe. <laughs> your digits. I mean digits of people in the house. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is uh, a show where. We ask the questions um, and go over the methodology that they don't even know they're not telling you about in the Department of Commerce. Mm-hmm. Each week to review, we ask a couple of questions. And we also do our best to get even more accurate data than the previous week's questions. I know we got really accurate stuff before, but even more accurate this time around. So, you know, one of the questions we asked that was on the, the tip of everyone's lips, tongue, uh, cheeks, you could say. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is what percentage of people in the United States are using skin whitening products, mm-hmm. creams mostly, uh, versus people using basically sunless tanning devices or sunless tanning products again? Did, did I forget now. Did you include tanning booths or was it more like just spray tans? I think we included tanning booths. We, we, okay. we, we said devices, yeah. Devices Great. and um, products. Right, yes. Yeah. Sunless tanning is, uh, is an industry standard term here. Mm-hmm. And um, I'll go over, I guess, the, the numbers that I've found so far first. Um, and now, I should tell you, you know, we had a, a listener, a, a friend of the show, calling in from France, talking about how prevalent skin whitening is definitely in France. Um, and then also major parts of Asia, including India, Korea, China, um, and all the other countries in that continent <laughs> but no especially because we were talking about india before um as a place uh, yep. where there's major products sold Massive. um so what what i found according to a few basically marketing research companies um now they wouldn't give us everything because you know that the private industry doesn't want to give us lowly public employees uh their their confidential information obviously but the general synopsis that i was getting was that in 2019, um, right around 2020, the skin lightening market, skin lightening products, seems to be a little over eight to nine billion dollars U.S. dollars a year. Wow, um, which is, is that, pretty big. Is that it, in the U.S. or is that worldwide? That's worldwide. Okay. Um, which you know, I honestly think, though, considering how many people there are, yeah, um, is actually quite. Small, although most of the re- the reading I've done, people are like, "Wow, it's a multi billion dollar industry." Yeah, um, no, I, but- I I agree. It's a multi billion dollar industry, which I mean, it's a lot. But uh, I agree with you. Honestly, it seems kind of small to what I expected 
um, from from like this this industry just because well I, I think that's also um, partial for me because I've grown up around so much of that in the culture, like Indian culture, there's a lot of skin whitening creams and stuff like that, you know, just like always around, um, and referred to and things like that. So I just expected it to be a lot more, but it's still a hell of a lot. Well, so to put this in perspective a little bit too, um, less than 10% of that market, at least legal or known market is in the United States. Mm. So about a little less than a billion dollars. And so I thought about this, and if, especially if you're talking about places um, like, uh, like emerging markets, let's say, like India and China, um, mm-hmm. I guess less so Korea, um, those products are going to be sold at lower um, dollar amounts than in the United States. Um, sure. So having most of the, the known sales be in those countries, um, I think, means that per dollar you're going to have more, even more product, even more consumers. Um, mm-hmm. But basically, you have, let's say in 2020, a little under a billion dollars in sales. Um, and, you know, that probably is just a, a million or a few million um, customers in the known market. Um, but really what I found doing research is that there's, there is such a high potential of black market products um, and uh, honestly cancerous and non-FDA or non really uh, regulated at all products, that the number could be way higher. But as far as we know, the either legal or known market of skin lightening is about a, a, a billion, billion dollar a year industry, um, which is probably in the single digit millions in the U.S. Um, but that number Are you sure much it's single more. million digits? I mean, like, that that would mean each person would would be required to spend at least $100 on, on, on skin whitening products, Right. Well, I think okay, maybe, so maybe you're up until um, ten million. But I guess my thought is, a lot of people who are buying this aren't just buying like one or one? two products a year. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. It, 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 it's like it's commitment. It's something that like you have to commit to reapplying. Um, so yeah, you know, maybe it's un, a bit under like let's say ten million. But um, I, I think I, I feel think comfortable with ten million. Yeah, ten million. Yeah. Ten million sounds relatively okay. Now. Um, if we go back to our old numbers, um, oh, I should say also, I have even more, uh, maybe exact information about tanning products. Um, yes. according to the CDC, and this is actually almost 10 years ago now, so mm-hmm. the number might even be higher. Um, but according to the CDC, 5.6% of American adults use indoor tanning. Um, and that tends okay. to be like tanning beds. Right. Um, and then according to americanspa.com.org, um, <laughs> sunless tanning products are also, and this is like creams and sprays, mm-hmm. are also sold for just under a billion dollars in the U.S. So the market, maybe it's a little bit more considering that the tanning beds are different than, I don't know of any like whitening beds that you go into. And like I don't the, think there is, no. Yeah. Um, so maybe a little bit bigger, although I assume that there's a, probably a decent amount of overlap between people that are tanning beds and also applying other tanning products. Sure. Um, uh, but again, the market is certain. pretty similar. Yeah. It's probably, you know, and maybe a little bit more than 10, because maybe the product's a little bit cheaper. You don't apply it as much. Totally. Again, I, I think, I think it's, yeah. I think, I think it's a Venn diagram, but there are very healthy portions outside of the middle. Yeah. 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 Um, so to review, I don't know why we didn't get exact percentages and numbers. Um, I think the, the sunless tanning, 
there's probably more of the market is in the legal market than in skin whitening. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, you know, the, the, the proportions that we had before are, um, Mavi thought, well, okay, maybe there's more of a black market that Mavi's going to come on and argue about, but he sure. can prove that to me. But he thought that 50% of Americans used whitening cream. Insane. Um, and, <laughs> and only t- 10 to 5% for tanning solution, sunless tanning. It's the most um, ridiculous thing. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I probably, I'm maybe the most reasonable in that I got the, the like, the even split. I said 20% and 20%. Okay. Um, which is closer. Yeah. <laughs> 50% yeah. is wild. Um, yeah. But... But yeah, I think, I mean, I think, you know, I think it, to be fair, Mavi said 50% because I think he was counting um, a lot of like makeups and things like that as skin whitening creams, um, which I think I, I, I was like trying to tell him that, that those don't really count because they're not like chemically altering, but but he still used it anyway. So um, I think yeah. I think for for his estimate for what he was estimating, I think he might have been like closer to the actual number that he wanted to figure out. Yeah. <laughs> He's estimating fifty percent of Americans probably do use makeup at some point during <laughs> during the year. Yeah. yeah, which is you know what probably true. Yeah, we um, we don't have don't, our I, own research. Yeah, I don't want to talk to him about it because he, he's just he's he's going to be difficult. I know that. Um, <laughs> So and then Hamilton, um, he liked the spirit of my of my answer, and he said thirty percent using whitening and ten percent using spray and tan. Um, and I think ten percent is probably like the ten ten percent and ten percent seems to be where the market is at, at right? Least the known market. I I am, and I didn't want to say this that day because uh, I didn't want to like influence your answers, but I was extremely surprised that. Um, predominantly you guys decided to uh, uh, give a heavier weight to people that, um, you know, did the tanning products or or, uh, did the whitening products rather than the tanning products. Um, Because to me, I mean, tanning is way more common in the U.S. just because what, like 50% of the population is super white. So, like, just just theoretically, it would be way more of a consumer base for the tanning products, um, uh, theoretically, than there would be for, you know, skin whitening products, which there's already more of a um, bias against than there is tanning, right? Like, there's already somewhat of a societal bias against um, whitening products uh, than there is over tanning, um, and also you've got a much bigger just audience that you can appeal to with the tanning products. So but it was, we, yeah. we were trying to, we, we were trying to appeal to the tanning audience for that answer yeah. as opposed to the skin whitening audience. Yeah, no, I mean, it's, um, you know, I want to, I don't want to group myself in cause I said 2020. You're right. Split. Um, <laughs> You're but, right. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm and like, they're not no, here to I, defend themselves, so. which means we can just rip them to shreds. <laughs> I bet Hamilton will listen to this, uh, yeah. <laughs> and he'll he'll have a whole bunch of uh, yeah. I want to I want to make his next take spicy. Um, <laughs> but you know, I, the last thing I'll say about that, from my point of view, I felt like um, I know a lot of friends who do um, like to get tanner in the summer, but they like overwhelmingly like in the summer go and get a tan. Right. I kind of felt like 
there was more of a taboo. Like if you're putting on the spray tan, it's like it seemed like as a like Trump kind of like tacky thing. Like you're way too orange. Um, so I kind of felt like there was a taboo um, against that that I'm familiar with, and that there's like a lot of um, more awareness in the past few years about skin whitening or like more um, people talking about how like skin whiten the dangers of skin whitening, I should say. Sure. Um, yeah. And, and reemphasizing that. Um, but yeah, I mean, I guess we'll, we'll stop beating up on them until they uh, get back. But the other thing, um, the other big news from last week, Mavi mm-hmm. asked how many um, census list, how many census employees will listen to this podcast um, by the year oh. 2025. So I'll wait until 2020, until the next census to let him know. Um, but we also asked how many Italians in 2020 mm-hmm. ride electric scooters? Or how many electric scooters are there in Italy? How many electric scooters are there in Italy? Yeah. Interesting. Um, oh, wow. That's very interesting. Uh, okay. I, I mean, I would imagine the majority of scooters are a few years old or like like several, several years old, um, which would mean that they're not there's no chance of them being electric. So it's only like I would I would imagine the scooters that are produced in the last four years, maybe 20 to 30 percent of them would be electric. Um so this isn't our, our question of the day. So you just give me an answer. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm going to say, I'm going to say two. So point two, point four. Uh, I'm going to say 500,000. Okay. Um, I think he, somehow it, you taking almost no time um, was incredibly more accurate than me and Mavi. Um, so the answer, according to um, Jean, Jean Net, um, yeah. an article in late June about electric scooters, the, the most reliable reporting on electric scooters in Italy to date, um, puts the number around 50,000. But it's growing, um, and the Italian government is encouraging that number to grow um, for a variety of traffic and environmental reasons. So, you know, I mean... You're a lot more than that, but in the, the thousands, I guess. Um, Mavi said eight million, and I said ten million. Wow, which is a, a major fraction of all of Italy, which is only sixty million people. So, you know, <laughs> that's we, uh, yeah, that's a, that is a significant. And, um, like always, uh, we had some work to do, but that's look. Let's go on. Um, Consider we haven't gone through any of our content today. Uh, um, Yes. For me to re-record. And um, <laughs> what um, – okay, so we're talking about questions of the day. You were yes. really excited. Do oh, you want to so, start with a question? I, I've been dying to ask this question um, for a week now. This, is, this has been like on my mind constantly um, because it's, it's rather personal because I, I, I saw it happen – uh, in front of me or next to me, I guess it happened to my neighbor, and uh, and and I really just I want to know. Um, so so last week I was uh, I was outside in my backyard. I was I was uh, hanging out, and um, I I heard uh, my neighbor uh, come out 
with someone, I think a not young child, but maybe like a teen. Um, I heard some yelling going on. I didn't, you know, I didn't really catch the words, but I heard some yelling going on. And then I heard, uh, a bu- I heard three distinct slaps, right? And then I heard crying uh, because what I imagine, presumably the, the child got smacked and then came to the fence between my house and his house, didn't know anyone was on the other side of the fence, and very quietly in the corner sobbed while I stood on the other side and didn't know what to do. And I felt really bad because there's not anything that I could do uh, in that situation. But also, I wanted to know how prevalent it was. And I, that's why I come to you, folks, you lovely people at the Estimates office. I want to know how many people um, got smacked or rather, rather, I would like to know how many smacks occurred in the last month in the U.S. In um, August of 2020? In August of 2020, I would like to know how many smacks or slaps occurred. To the face? So a slap would be to the face. A smack is an undisclosed location but it is open hand hitting something. Uh, to a person? To a person. Citizen? Doesn't have to be a citizen. We, we, <laughs> we at the census, I mean, that was a very controversial question that we decided to add. Uh, are you a citizen? It doesn't matter. It doesn't, we don't like, you know, track those responses. Also, um, if you're wondering, that's not a question on the census. So. That's a, <laughs> so controversial, we decided to remove it altogether. <laughs> we, we, we talked about adding it, and we decided to, and then we didn't. Oh, oh um, that's good to know. So uh, make sure, Tej, that you've also done the census. But moving <laughs> on. <laughs> um, yeah, um, Okay, so smacks to a person in August 2020. Yes. Um, I definitely think, you know, historically crime goes up um, in the summer um, Mm. and people get more upset. People go outside more. There's more uh, conflict going on, um, all that good stuff. And um, what else happens then? Um, There's destruction of property. That involves smacks. there is uh, is protest. Those definitely are going to have some smacks happening. So Mm -hmm. all, um, I guess my question is like, where does a a smack end? Like is, if if it's, is it a, is a push with an open hand, a smack is, does it have to like make a sound? Does it have Mm. to sting? I see. I see what you're saying. Does a smack hurt? Okay. So, so yeah, as, as qualifiers for smack, um, I would say a push uh, with an open hand does not count. I think uh, a sound for a smack is important. Uh, it, it should have some sort of, um, you know, uh, like, a, like a crisp sound, um, uh, like a clap. Uh, you know, it, it, sound is important. Um, and I think smacks or slaps should hurt. 
I'm not talking joke slaps here or anything like that when we're talking real smacks. So, uh, you know, it's not the intention of hurting because there could be some other types of smacks that hurt, but with the intention of pleasure. Right. So mm, very, very distinct point. Very distinct. But so I, I think I, they, if I they smack need to someone hurt. on the, the, the buttocks um, yeah. in, a, in a playful way, that is a smack. That is a smack. That's an open hand. And if it made a sound, it's a smack. Okay. So before you said that, I was going to assume that with like mostly aggressive smacks or non-friendly smacks, Mm -hmm. that the average person was getting smacked three times for a billion smacks of the month. Wow. But if we're talking about playful smacks, Uh I think that number has to at least, at least Mm -hmm. go up by uh by two two or three times but so, i'm gonna go all the way i have a vision mm-hmm. unlike politicians today unlike the <laughs> world leaders i have vision mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i have a vision of a 10 billion smack country a 10 billion smack country yes that's 10 billion smacks in the month of august when it's hotter when it's heating up yeah when um people are in fights and then also in furious passion of smacking. Fair. Um, I think I think 10 billion. How many people live in the U.S.? Come on. <laughs> That's the I, only I mean, question I know we need the to know. Answer. 200, <laughs> 200 million. No, 350 million. 300, three, that's what I said. 350 million. Um, yeah. It was a test Joey passed. Uh, I, I think... Uh, 350 million, 350 million people getting smacked 10 billion times is, uh, is, is one person getting smacked at least 25 times, if not more in a month. Yeah. It's a little bit less than, than about an average of uh, every person getting smacked once a day, which let me point out to you. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of people getting, there's some, a lot of people getting, they're not, they're not getting smacked much in a month. I think every person gets smacked at least once in a month for any number. Wait, do self smacks count? No. You sure? It is a person against a person. We're talking like, you know, P2P smack. All right. Fine. Nine billion. Um, <laughs> I'm taking out that crucial. You know what? Okay, fine. I'll say eight billion. I'm going to take out twenty five percent of my smacks. Uh-huh. I, but I believe that personal smacks do count. Personal smacks um, don't count. If personal smacks counted, it, the, the number would be through the roof. That would be insane. <laughs> there isn't a number available for those amount of smacks. <laughs> um, no, because I think that like okay, so there are people that like honestly. There are some people that would get like, okay, if the average person is getting like a smack, uh, let's say um, like 20 smacks a month, some people are doing that in a day. Some people True. get 20 smacks before they eat breakfast. Um, True. When, when it comes to either doling out like punishment or like wink, wink punishment. Mm-hmm. There's just a lot of people that are into smacking. Um, and so I find it hard to believe that the number is you can even cap it at a billion. But since, you know, you asked the question, we're here now. 
Mm-hmm. What's your vision of a of a billion smack country? So so here's the thing. I would like to specify that these smacks have to hurt, right? They, oh, okay. They they bring they, it down five billion. Wait, they, no. You know what? I'm gonna go back down to one billion. Really? So that you're you're all over the place, Joey. You're all over the place. But the point is, it's in the billions. Billion to one billion in a span of like thirty seconds. <laughs> well, you like, keep whittling my smacks. Listen, listen. No, well, here's the thing. I, I specified this earlier. Um, the smacks have to hurt, but they they don't have to have like have the intention of pain or the intention of like you know punishment or whatever. It's 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 like a smack or a slap hurts. Uh, it stings, but you might enjoy it. You know that's why that's why I, I, I specified that you could it could be for pleasure, but it still hurt. Um, hurt and pleasure are not mutually exclusive. Um, you heard it here first uh, at the Census Podcast. Um, so for for me, I think I think uh, a lot of it uh, comes down to um, I would say I would say a lot of. Uh, in terms of the actual punishment and like actually hurting, um, you know, people probably hurting, uh, you know, children, uh, uh, which we are counting uh, this week. Um, controversially so. Yeah, controversially so. Um, it would be probably for a lot of children, at least for the punishment part, and uh, would be predominantly, uh, I'm, I would imagine, immigrant uh, you know, families. So that is something to look into, just like the number of immigrant families in the U.S. What do you um, think I should Google? How many immigrants are slapping their children? No, just how many immigrants. You can, MAGA. You can just, I think you can just assume that they're slapping their children. Oh, okay, <laughs> good. I, I can just assume that, that, that immigrants are hurting their kids. I mean, I would say I would say a, a good, like, I would say a good... I don't know what you're going to say. That's good. 75% of of immigrant families um regularly use violence as a punishment tool um wow i that's a that's a controversial statement but i'm putting it out there uh i think that's that's a wow. fact uh and i think i think 75 percent is high but okay <laughs> i think i think i think uh that's true and then i also think that uh every couple that has uh sex had sex in the month of August, um, did some sort of slap uh, during the proceedings of that at least once each time, at least. Like, there's, it's got to be. Whoa, 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 wait, wait. Okay, I don't know that each time people have sex, they hit their partner so hard that it hurts. Like... I mean, you, you, like, you can, you can slap... Again, we've we've determined that you can Speaking slap of the someone buttocks. that's had sex. Oh, <laughs> well, damn! <laughs> I'm glad you had an expert on now. Yeah. Well, uh, we're we're talking about slaps to the buttocks or like the the back as well, and I feel like yeah. those those just sort of happen in the throes of passion. But yeah, but it's hard. I mean, the reason that I, I whittled my answer down is that in those kind of things, it's hard to measure like pain. It's so that's that's again, I think, and that, that's where we come back to pain and uh, uh, pain and pleasure aren't mutually exclusive. Like you could it, it could be right. hurtful, 
but like, or it could be painful, but it's not, um, you know, it's not like it's, it's not that you're not getting pleasure from it. So, yeah, but I think, I think there's a number of, of, of smacks to like, um, of, um, intimate smacks that, you know, mm-hmm. maybe even one side means to be a little bit playful, be a little painful, but it isn't actually that painful because mm-hmm. you are restraining yourself. It's hard to like, you know, always to know that every intimate smack is a painful smack. Yeah, I get that. I, I get that. Um, well, what's your number, so, Tej? Okay, I'm going up to two billion. What's your number? You're going to go up to two billion. I'm going to say, I'm going to say, that 300 million people in one month. I mean, you know, we as a country, we had a lot of sex. We're also very violent. Um, but you know, if you listen to older episodes, we're also having less sex. Oh, you're right. You're right. At least we're still just as violent, though. <laughs> we're still yeah. just as violent. Yeah, it probably evens out. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I would actually well, say we're more violent right now because uh, I, I would imagine a lot of the smacks are being doled out in familial settings. And right now, because of quarantine, more people are living at home. And there's like a just a more tensions and things that can arise, you know, three billion. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to I'm going to you know what I'm going to say I'm going to say with 300 million people one month. Yeah, I'm going to say I'm going to say five billion smacks. Five billion smacks. You know what? At first, your your estimates seemed uh, seemed way out there in the stratosphere. And, uh, you know, you've really talked me through your process. It made, makes a lot more sense. Yeah, I'm going um, to take the, the under and say 4.99 billion. <laughs> <laughs> great. Great. So you've gone during this question, you've gone from 10 to 8 to 5 to 3 to 2 to 1 back to 3 to 4.99. <laughs> Yeah, my my point is is that I think we're in the middle of the billions is is my vision. And, uh, uh-huh, uh-huh. You know, Somewhere make sure in the billions. That, I want to make sure that I I get it. I can get as close to to winning this answer as possible. <laughs> Jeez. Jeez. We're gonna look it up. It's gonna be like a trillion. It's but, gonna be um, yeah. It's gonna be insane. Moving on. Before we we head out, we have to do a lightning round, and mm-hmm. um, I don't want to get into this whole story. But the point is is that I had my locks replaced today, and oh. um. My locksmith really wanted to talk. He like he loved to share. He showed me how to pick locks, um, mm. he, which almost seems um, no. Actually, that's a great business practice for him um, to show as many people how to pick locks as possible. Yeah, um, as soon as as soon as someone's lock gets picked, they're like, "Oh, oh I gotta replace like my you need locks. a new lock." <laughs> <laughs> that's really funny. Um, but um, yeah, Tomer was um, Israeli by way of Azerbaijan, mm. um, and he had a lot of. A lot of things he said, but one of the things he looked at me one point and was like, "Hey, do you believe in aliens?" <laughs> How did that come up? <laughs> We're talking about locks and uh, conspiracy theories and Judaism, and you know who has the best locks, and we can never get into their spaceships. <laughs> the, great, the greatest security technology. God. Oh, because he he was okay. Wait, I, this doesn't actually make it that much better, but. He was like pitching me on a like a keypad lock, um, okay. Because he was like, you know, like this is deadbolts are great, but like keypad, 
you never have to replace. You just change the code. Yeah, awesome. Um, and you can't pick it. Um, and I was like, that's great. Um, I don't own this house. Um, and um, he, and then he turned to me. He's like, you believe in aliens? And <laughs> what's funny about that question it's not is, better. is that, um, you know, no one ever asks that. And you're like, yeah, I do. And they go, oh, I don't. Like, no one ever asks, do you believe in aliens, to tell you that they don't believe in aliens. Um, and so what I said was, I was like, well, you know, I believe in the possibility of aliens. Mm-hmm. I think there's, there's a possibility of that. Um, and he's like, that's fine. But, you know, you know how JFK was killed? And <laughs> you ever have what? Sorry? And, you, you know, how you know, you know who killed JFK? Oh, and again, I told him, I was like, well, I think that I have the theory of like the Secret Service was jolted yeah. in the car by mm-hmm. the brake stopping and their gun went off and shot him in the back. And that's the shot that killed JFK. Um, that's my theory. And he's like, no, 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 no. CIA killed him because mm-hmm. two days after that speech, he was going to release information about aliens. Aliens definitely exist. And he like, he's like, you wait. When I leave, I'm going to text you um, with uh, a link to Netflix movie. It's like, Unno- it's like inconceivable or unknowledgeable, something like that. Okay. Um, unacknowledged. Um, and I, I was thrilled. I was like, wow, I've never seen a locksmith use my proprietary information to send me Netflix recommendations. Yeah. <laughs> um, it was so intimate and wonderful. Um, and so my question goes back to this. <laughs> Tej, give me a location. Boy, um, I'm going to say Rhode Island. All right. How many locksmiths in Rhode Island believe in aliens? What? <laughs> um, all right. I got a question for you, Joey. Uh, your locksmith, where does he live? Williamsburg. Damn it. Uh, I thought I could have had one. So that's not one. <laughs> um, how many? All right. Let's see. How many people in Rhode Island, first of all, and how many people have... How many, what proportion of the population of Rhode Island is locksmiths? Um, that was a good question. I'm going to say, do you, do you have any information on Rhode Island as a numerator, Joey? I'm, I'm a professional New Yorker. Ah, uh, damn it. Um, okay, so I'm going to say in Rhode Island, uh, there are probably a million people right okay. sure, sure. It's, it's a it's a state it's a million people how many people are locksmiths how many people are locksmiths i would say for a million people there needs to be at least one percent needs to be locksmiths oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know you got your essential workers farmers doctors yeah. teachers locksmiths the locksmiths groceries what, what happens if you get locked out of anywhere you need a locksmith <laughs> so, so we need we need one out of every hundred people to be a locksmith yeah. all right all right we'll, Wait, so, we'll so you're telling me okay so so Wait, in the average on. classroom, let's say there's 30, 33 people. So in three classes of school, like you go into three classrooms, one uh-huh. of those people is inevitably going to be a locksmith. <laughs> inevitable. Yeah. It's, it is. They might try to change it. They might say they're majoring in biology. They're going to be a locksmith. God damn it. All right. Um, so let's narrow this down. Yeah. So there's at least 
There's what, at least a million locksmiths in Rhode Island. <laughs> no, no. I said there were a million people in Rhode okay. Island. Okay. And then and then that means that there are that means there's a hundred thousand locksmiths. That's insane. Um I'm gonna say I'm gonna No, I'm that's gonna, not what that means. That that would be ten percent. That would be ten percent. Thank God. Thank God. Oh my god. All right, so there that means that there's ten thousand locksmiths. Right? Okay, 10,000, okay, that is way more palatable <laughs> only because I thought the previous answer was 100,000. <laughs> so, <laughs> so compared to I that, it's a way more palatable. In New York City. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> compared to that, it's way more palatable. 10,000 locksmiths. Okay, keep going. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to reduce it slightly, right? I'm going to go to 20% of that. I think there's... No, there, there, there's definitely more. There's 2,500 locksmiths, all right? 2,500 locksmiths in Rhode Island. That is, I think, yeah, I think that's good. 2,500 locksmiths. How many locksmiths, how many of those locksmiths believe in aliens? Controversial take. I don't know the number, uh, like the percentage of uh, people in America that believe in Aliens, like I don't know what the average is, but I would say as a profession, locksmiths would have a higher percentage of believing in aliens than the average American. I agree with you. I completely agree with you. Right? Why I is think that? Tradespeople have a lot of time on their hands, thinking mm-hmm. time to like to to mull on interesting conspiracies. And the more you mull, mm-hmm. like I think office rats or like like um yeah people that are in office all the time mm-hmm. are less likely to mull over these kind of conspiracy theories i think a locksmith or a carpenter is more likely to be alien open yeah 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 see i i totally i totally agree with that um also i feel like tradesmen they don't really have to like um you know they don't have to constantly have that sort of like interaction with like office colleagues which is a very different kind of interaction than you do that than you have with most you know other people it's a very like civilized like there's a barrier up they're not you know? judged for their alien beliefs correct exactly okay great so so yes. so so that being said i think 80 percent of locks no i'm just uh 80 of locksmiths um believe in aliens uh no uh I I would, I would probably say like I I would think the average number of uh like average percentage of Americans that believe in aliens is probably around um fifteen to twenty percent twenty percent I would say yeah twenty percent sounds good um and and for locksmiths I think that would be up by up to. 50%. So I think I think uh, out of those 2500 locksmiths, I think 1000 fully um like believe in aliens. And I think probably another you know like another 500 um are like open to the idea of aliens and would be like, yeah, you know, like I would, yeah, that, that kind of makes sense. Yeah. You know? So, so 1000 and then 1,500, if we're being a little more, um, open to like 
accepting all views on aliens, not just ones that are vehemently um, for aliens. Okay. Um, I'm on the same page with you in theory, but not in practice. Um, In that I think that you are really, like, Round's a very small place. I don't think there's room for 2,500 locksmiths. Like you can drive, but for a okay, million when, people, when we get off, when we get off this, when we get off this podcast, go yeah. look, everyone go look at a map of America and try and find Rhode Island. It is so tiny. You cannot imagine 2,500 individuals competing for locksmith jobs in that state. I don't believe it. Um, so I think that there's more, there's like less than a thousand locksmiths in Rhode Island. Okay. Um, and then I think that a majority of those people um, do believe in aliens. So I'm going to say I'm going to put 500 locksmiths in Rhode Island believe in aliens. Um, so again, it's in the same it's in the same ballpark. Um, which yeah. in Rhode Island it's hard because it's basically the size of a ballpark. So it's <laughs> hard to not be in the same one. Um, yeah. But but yeah, I mean, you know, I think that locksmiths are, are open minded people. I think Americans are also. Um, Generally, there's a lot of Americans who are fertile ground for alien beliefs. Um, and I think Rhode Island is small. I think that comes together for the perfect number. And I think this has a chance of being one of the questions on the 2030 census. So look out for that. <laughs> How many locksmiths do you know? Are you a locksmith? Question one. <laughs> do you live in aliens? Question two. Do you live in Rhode Island? Question three. Yeah. Also, How yeah. You? How old are you? The very important. Very That's important. it. And then are you Hispanic or Latino? Those are the five. Those are the questions five questions of the, questions census. Of the yeah. census. Not not how many people live in your house. How many people no. are in Rhode Island and are locksmiths? Yeah. How many how many people that live in your house are Rhode Islands that uh, are are uh, locksmiths that believe in aliens? And my 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 locksmith was Spanish speaking, so he would be the perfect person for the twenty thirty census. Absolutely, absolutely amazing. Well, Tej, Say yes to every question. Tej, do you know what that is? Uh, I, I hear that's uh, estimates. Oh. Yeah, that's that. That's that's the stock bell. Estimates is ringing over. Um, remember to subscribe, like, review, all the good stuff. If you leave a review, or if you find our Facebook page, mm. then you can put your own comments and questions in, and you can start the fertile ground of uh, getting new numbers going. But yeah. What do we call it? That's. Estimates! Estimates. Love it.